Guys, it's all set up. I took care of everything. They're gonna be here in a few minutes. There's one for each of us. Dean, I will never doubt you again. I know you won't. My dreams never get this good. My fantasies never get this good, man. And this is only the beginning. Welcome back to Late Night Talk Sessions with Tuna Bear. And tonight we have a new guest, Staunch TV. Let me just go ahead and pass the mic over to Mr. Alex Staunch. What's up? This is Adon Gonzalez, a.k.a. Alex Staunch, a.k.a. Rap Game Ronnie Miller, a.k.a. Jack Trippa, a.k.a. Vanilla Ice's Baby Daddy. And I am very happy to be here tonight on this very one-of-a-kind podcast. I've never done anything quite like this before. It's been a lot of fun. And um, you can go check me out on Staunch TV. I, I can't wait for you guys to hear this random-ass conversation that's coming. It sure is an episode. Uh, there's a lot of back and forth on movies, books, and just stuff that we enjoy doing. But yeah, only way to find out is to stay tuned and go follow your boy, Alex Staunch at Staunch TV. Well, it's one of our boys. Shit. So what's going on? Chilling, just been working. <laughs> just been working. That always makes for a great conversation. Oh, it is. <laughs> just been working. I've just been working as well. Have you been doing anything exciting? Because working is kind of boring, I think. I've been doing uh, commercials <laughs> lately. Okay, Mostly it. for this. Tell us all about it. <laughs> so, like, I don't know, like, the uh, legality of it might be getting copyrighted, but I'll rip songs from YouTube to use as the intro. <laughs> like what? <laughs> like, I'll look up, like, uh, <coughs> like jazzy hip-hop or funky hip-hop beats. Oh. As long as it says free, I'll... Yeah. Uh, I'll I'll snag them. If it says free, it's usually it's you're usually in the clear, man. Like um, I've been doing the YouTube thing for a long time. I use every now and then, if I need like you know, if I'm acting like, sometimes I'll go in detective mode or I'll be like I'll be talking normal, but then we go like this and I'm gonna figure things out. And I like to have a ba do 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 like a little <laughs> kind of film noir music. Just look up film noir free, and then whichever ones comes up. The thing, the downside of it is you can't really just download it most times because they're like. Sometimes it's like three hours long or some shit. Yeah, it's like all this different stuff. So you know that's where I use those little tools. I just snip little parts out. But um, so you're pretty much in the clear like that, unless it says on the bottom. If you if you're trying to monetize it, usually then they'll come after you or whatever. But it's it's all strange. Sometimes it'll say free, and then it'll be like, but if you use it, you have to like give us credit or yeah, whatever. You have to give us a shout out, yeah. or you gotta pay. Yeah, like I've used Beats before for uh, my. Silly rap music, rap game, Ronnie Miller. Everyone should go check it out. Um, I, so I, I've used a beat before, and like when I used to do that, I'll chop it up, I'll, I'll cut parts out, I'll put parts in reverse, and if, if it all depends on whatever they're using to get their shit uh, claimed, man, so, it, sometimes it still don't work. Like I'll have tracks I put out there, and someone someone else is making like the, the two cents besides me. You know what I mean? Because they put the beat up there, and it said free, but it wasn't free. <laughs> yeah, you gotta pay like twenty bucks just to use that track. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, and it still has their their stamp in there. <laughs> yep, and then you hear like other legit rappers that use that beat at some point in their careers. It's like, oh, that's funny. 
and that's why I guess that's why, that's why they're charging that much, I suppose. Oh yeah. But yeah, so tell me more about these commercials. Commercials for what? All right, so like, like I've been getting heavy into doing recordings. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've been getting heavy into doing recordings, <laughs> and the other day I posted, "Hey, I'm giving out a free promo ad for." Anyone that really comments, I had an idea for like a barber one mm. that was like, it ain't easy looking sleazy. That's why I go see my boy and so and so or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, no barber hit me up, but one of my friends that's a salesman in Cal Allen hit me up. He was like, hey, can you make one for me? I was like, yeah, Hell definitely. Yeah. Like, do you have a slogan or anything? He was like, yeah. just ask for Nino. I was like, all right, I'll definitely do that. That's and awesome, man. Like, I was just sitting there for, like, maybe an hour thinking of a little script and came up with it. I'll probably upload it to Anchor. I don't know. Yeah, there you go, dude. Because, I mean, that's, like, not uh, that's a real thing, you know. Um, I, I worked at this town's last independent video store, Star Video, years ago. And I used to do their promos on the radio. And there, it's different with the radio station, you know. They're yeah. like, I was like, hey, what music can I use? They're like, well, you got some Green Day. I was like, okay. Because obviously you look at me and you think Green Day, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay, and they would just, I would just be like talking about whatever, and and people tell me all the time on the on the radio on the YouTube channel that you know have a, your voice sounds like a radio guy or whatever. So I think you know I think you especially have it have that down. You can do it, and it's like with those commercials. I've I've gone around town and tried hitting people up because I was like. What no yeah. one is doing is is just like Facebook ads. You don't you don't fuck cable. You don't need to put your shit on cable. Just have a video, have a commercial, have have a business. You put it on Facebook or whatever, Instagram, TikTok, whatever, and then you you put like five bucks behind it, and you're it's it's as good as um, doing it. Through, yeah, through the through radio. channel three or whatever. Yeah, you know, or the radio even. Yeah, through fucking radio. If you listen to the radio all day, like that's awesome, whatever. I'm glad that's still, um, you know, an, an outlet. But you're also like a weirdo if you listen to the radio all day. <laughs> well, like, I mean, like, I don't listen to the radio all day, but like, yeah. if my phone dies and just so yeah. happens your ad comes on, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna yeah. have to keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah, like I've, I've, you know, it's all a whole thing. It's it's very very difficult, man. There's so many people trying things, and like if you're gonna be doing something, it's so hard. Like I barely, I barely, I just got to five thousand subscribers yesterday, which isn't shit. But when you think about it, it's a lot. You know what I mean? It's one of those things. Uh, it's still a lot, dude. I'm it, sitting it, at twenty. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, it, it's diff. It's not like any no, none of it's easy. Have five thousand subscribers and you put a video out and you get fucking thirty five views in three days. It's like what is happening? You know, it pisses me off. Me versus the internet. That's my life. It's just like I, I do that for fun. Either way. Um, it's just difficult, man. Like, so, um, anyone who tries new things, I admire it. Especially, like, the commercial thing. I think you should stick with that. That's a good idea. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, right now, it's a little project. Like, there's a, uh, website called 123 Voice that, uh, yeah, I need to cut that out. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, there's a website called 123 Voice or Voice 123. And, like, you can make a profile on there. But you you kind of use it as like a service. So you make your profile, you put up some promos of some ads that you've done, mm. and say like the guy that uh, that I sent that commercial to. I told him if you know of anybody that's looking for commercials like this, 
let me know. That way I can send them that my link to that website and they can purchase through there. That way it's kind of like a legit business. Yeah. That way I can put it down on my taxes, I think, or something like that. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Instead of Thank being you. like, yeah, just cash at me. Let me be sleazy about it. <laughs> no shit. No, whatever works, man. Shit, you got to monetize yourself however you can. Shit. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, though, that I've noticed. Commercials are not like they used to be. Like, yep. like think of like the commercial you remember from when you were a kid. Yeah. Like, what's one that really stuck out? The Capri Sun one where it was all Terminator 2. Where they, <laughs> you know, I don't know if you remember that or not, but. The Terminator. <laughs> is it the one where like 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 uh it's like this there's like a Capri metallic thing yeah it's like a metallic everywhere. blob going around town yeah. fucking uh, that that was a good one. <laughs> oh man, Dude, yeah, you unlocked a hidden memory. <laughs> <laughs> it was like Terminator Two came out, then suddenly that kind of shit was cool. It was weird. <laughs> yeah, totally hidden memory though. Yeah, I was like, I don't know I, if that has anything I, to do with what you're talking about, but you asked me if I remember a commercial. I, I, I visualized <laughs> it, and I was like, "Oh man, I remember that." I remember. But yeah, commercials are. Uh, I don't watch TV. Whenever I do, like, I work at a bar or whatever part time, and so I see shit on TV, and I just stop and look. Like, this is happening. I didn't know who the fuck James Corden was till like last year. You know what I mean? I that guy apparently that <laughs> apparently he's been a late show host for like ten years or something. I don't know. I had no idea. And I was like, Oh, I remember this guy, he was in Cats. <laughs> <laughs> I had to watch that movie, it was a piece of ass. It was a terrible movie. Yeah. Like like the old the, No, it's like the one that came out recently that like people that. are trying to forget. Yeah, I had Taylor Swift, I had a uh, James Corden and then a bunch of other A list actors who like don't ever talk about that movie. <laughs> what am I thinking of? I'm thinking of the movie with all the rats and they protect that one guy. All the rats, Willard. Yeah, there you go. Oh, that's a good movie. There was a, I, that's a that was a remake. That was a two parter back in the day. It was a movie called uh, Ben, I think it was, and then Willard was the follow up, or it was vice versa. I forget. But Willard was the shit. Yeah, Crispin Glover, great great actor. I have his album. He put out this very strange album. Very, very weird album. It's hard to find. And uh, he put this weird fucking album out right before, you know, he, I don't know if you know anything about Crispin Glover, but that dude, everyone thinks he went crazy. He was just doing this character he created named Ruben Farr, which was a, a character he created for this movie called Ruben and Ed. And he went on The Late Show and acted like he was on acid and shit. It was crazy. And he put this weird album out. No one knew what the fuck was happening. And then when he put Willard out, he actually did a cover of the Michael Jackson song, Ben. And it's fucking gorgeous. It's almost better than Michael Jackson's version. Oh, I'm going to have to check that. Because Michael Jackson wrote the song, Ben, about his pet friend, his mouse that he became friends with that was like living in his house that eventually died and got caught in a trap. And it was like his only friend growing up, apparently. That's the story, you know. So uh, then whenever that Willard came out, Crispin Glover took it upon himself to do a Michael Jackson cover. It's pretty. It's pretty nuts. Cool movie though. It's a good flick. Sorry to rant about it. I oh no, it you're good. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great fucking movie. They, they don't make them like they used to. Like Mouse Hunt, another great mouse themed movie. <laughs> mouse Hunt, the freaking the Disney one. No, it was DreamWorks actually. 
You just spilt your bio. <laughs> There's a towel in the hamper in my bathroom. You just want to. It's like, it's a little moist, but it's just because it was on the floor in the bathroom. <laughs> Anyways, um, no, Mouse Hunt was DreamWorks. That was uh, written by Adam Rifkin. Mouse Hunt was written by the same guy who wrote and directed Detroit Rock City, if you believe that. Very strange. Directed, yeah, it's a great fucking movie. I love that movie. Yeah, dude, Detroit Rock City's great. Adam Rifkin, he did The Chase, um, Dark Backward, a bunch of great films. I actually interviewed him uh, briefly for The Dark Backward. But yeah, um, Mouse Hunt is directed by Gore Verbinski, who went on to do the Pirates of the Caribbean. And Rango! Rango? Everyone knows Rango. Sorry if I peeked out right there. <laughs> no, you're good. I'm, I'm, I'm still going to compress everything. So everyone loves Rango. Everyone loves Rango. We need a Rango sequel. Why the fuck was there not a Rango sequel? See, I remember Rango, but I I don't know. I I couldn't get into it. Like, I watched it so many times wanting to like it. Oh, that movie's so great. I saw it in the theater, though. Um, I, I don't remember if it was in 3D or not when I saw it, but it was... It's a, it's just like a your basic Western, but with uh, reptiles and shit. I thought it was awesome. Instead of gold, you know, it's water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the badass rattlesnake. And I, I loved it, man. It was, in my opinion, one of Johnny Depp's last good movies. I don't know. I saw a picture of it today, and I was like, wasn't there like a crow scene or something like in there? Like I don't know. I've only seen it a handful of times. I need to check it out again. That'd be an interesting uh, rewatch. Like... To me, it's one of those movies that, like, I've seen, like, maybe a handful of times, and I still don't remember scenes from it. Like, I remember, like, little bits and pieces. Yeah. Like, I remember him hiding in a bottle. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It's most notable for, uh, at the beginning, when he, he's on the highway and he falls out of the truck or whatever, whatever happens, he hits the windshield of the characters. What is, what is it? Uh, Hunter S. Thompson and uh, Benicio Del Toro's character. I forget, the, I forget his name. From um, Fear and Loathing, bam, he hits the windshield and he's like, whoa, what was that? Uh. And so it's like, it ties into that movie and it's Johnny Depp, obviously, does the yeah. voice again. So that was cool. Speaking of which, uh, have you? I'm, I'm a big movie and TV guy, obviously, staunch TV, everyone go check it out. But have you seen anything interesting lately that you might want to chat about? Oh, man. <laughs> Even if it's old, I know you're a VHS collector and whatnot, as am I. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know. There's a lot. I, I don't want to bring no local business into this, but yeah. <laughs> we go on for hours about that. So, like, how did you come up with the name uh, Staunch? Um, back in the day, um, Albert, our buddy Albert, who's doing the whole comedy thing right now, he's in the band uh, Death Row Romeos. Everyone go check that out. He came up, we used to make, well, he used to make these old Flash animations. I would just kind of help him with voices and whatnot. I, I attempted to make some of my own. I think I, at some point I helped him with like a few little things, but it was mainly Albert doing all that shit. And he did this Flash animation. And it, one of the characters was uh, a Detective Cow, I think it was. A Detective Cow named Sir Alex Staunch. And I just thought it was fucking hilarious. And this is like over fucking 15 years ago. And it just stuck in my head the whole time. I thought it was hilarious. And I ended up, I remember when I started the channel, I told him, hey, dude, I'm going to adopt the Alex Staunch thing or whatever. Hope you don't mind. He's like, oh, that's cool. But I dropped the sir. <laughs> so it's just Alex Staunch. And then Staunch. And then uh, 
I get a have a bad reputation around here. Everyone thinks that I hate everything and that I'm like real opinionated just because you have an opinion, you know, it's weird. So I figured, hey, that's the whole staunch thing. Just lean into it a little bit. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> so it works. Whatever. It is what it is. Yeah. I used to have a page way, way, way back called Nobody Special TV. I don't even know if it's still up on Facebook. No. But like, it was like a little gaming channel, but it, it got kind of big for me being in like high school <laughs> that's a good name nobody special i started as blind puto tv like <laughs> do i still have some of the DVDs? <laughs> yeah i was doing like compilations from punk bands and putting out stupid videos and uh didn't really do too much i just i didn't know what i was doing with that i was just i wanted to do something you know and then even when i started the channel it started out as a music thing i would I wanted to do like a 120 minutes kind of show. If anyone knows what that is, it was 120 minutes of music and tour reviews and shit back in the day on MTV. Yeah. So I wanted to kind of emulate that and you have bands come on. And I had a house with room at the time. So we'd have bands come play from all over. So that whole thing was cool. But um, at some point I had to be honest with myself. I was like, this is way too much work for fucking no views you know what i mean oh yeah because that was when i was first starting so it was like what the fuck this is way too much and then i got into the movie reviews and stuff and uh yeah so here we are today well because like that's how i was when i started because like i started streaming under uh jerry 404 error yeah and if you play cod with me i'm sorry your kids are assholes. <laughs> and they're racist. And yeah, they all fat. And, yeah. and they all racist. <laughs> and if you're their mom, I probably asked for you. <laughs> but uh <laughs> but uh <laughs> That's funny. fucking funny. Where's your mom? Yeah, no, for real. We, I used your to son play... said something about fucking. <laughs> nah, nah, man. I used to play uh I used to play that game Fortnite. Oh goddamn. And there was you know that game Among Us? Have you heard anything about that? I'm familiar with all of this. I just I've never played any of it. But Among Us is the ones with the little people in the little little costumes. Yeah, well, I, like, I like those little people in the little <laughs> costumes. I don't know what. That's funny. Well, they made a little knockoff game of that on Fortnite. Oh god! And damn. you can like talk to everybody that's in the party, or the everybody that's playing right before you start the game. Wait, what's the it, knockoff version called? It, it was, uh, what was it? What was it called? Uh, like Fungus Among Us? No, Fortnite Among Us. It's, it's not on there Among no us. more. I want to uh. say it's because of me. <laughs> uh. But like right before the match will start, you got like an hour or an hour, a minute and a half before the match starts uh-huh. or starts. And there's like little kids like just talking. I'm like, hey, dude. Where's your mom at? <laughs> go get her. They're like, I ain't gonna go get my mom. Hurry up. I, I left my I left my shoes there. <laughs> <laughs> I forget Freaking that's a part 20. of games, you know what I mean? I'm not I am one hundred percent not a gamer. I haven't played a video game. Um I downloaded a uh, I, I'm a door guy at a bar, so I downloaded a, a pool game. Yeah. And that's the first game I played in no I'm not even like lying or not I'm talking like a decade dude I'm just not a video game guy but I feel like I would really dig some video games you know because I used to be I grew up like everyone else with the hand-me-down systems like um I got a 64 
my when I finally got a 64, it was Star Wars Episode One Pod Racer themed. It was a black box. Oh, it had fucking Anakin on the fucking driving his shit on the box. It had Saboba on the side. It had the, it was all decked out, and it was a black um, like kind of like black gunmetal 64. Um, came with two controllers. Came with the video game and all. The, it was all badass. And so that was like when I when I first got it in sixty four. It was I, I I was real into the dumbed down games, you know, racing games, um, puzzle kind of games or whatever. Yeah, I was never into the the more complex stuff. To me, I would just get pissed off. So you're supposed to play to have fun. It's like what the fuck am I doing, walking back and forth in this goddamn stupid hellscape, like trying to find some dumb shit, and I would get so annoyed, you know. And that's just yeah. the regular part of the game. <laughs> oh man, you're telling me. So like I, I, I get bored at work and I look up old games that I used to have. Yeah. And there was this Rugrats game. That oh I used okay. To have. I remember. Like I remember the gameplay of that. It was, yeah. It was a, talk about Hellscape. <laughs> yeah. But like, oh, that, like there's a bunch of games like that. Like the Lion King game for Nintendo 64 or not Nintendo 64, uh, Super NES. Mm. I don't and remember that one. I have it, and. Uh, I grew up playing it, but I could never get past the first level. And I looked up game reviews on it. I was like, oh, well, someone's probably beat it. And they're like, yeah, this is the hardest game that ever came out for kids. Oh, yeah, I bet, man. Shit like that. And you look back, and a lot of these these games grew up with really sucked. It was so hit or miss going to the video store or whatever. And, like, I tried being into into video games. I was into the shit like everyone else was. I love, like, when Grand Theft Auto first became Grand Theft Auto and you can go, like, yeah. beat up hookers and shit. Like, I, that was, like, I love that game. <laughs> Sit there and fuck with the cops all day, you know? Yeah. Uh, that was my shit. The Warriors video game, one of the first video games I ever be- actually beat on my own. Um, I remember, like, the Medal of Honor games, the OG PlayStation 2 one, like, European Assault. I was like, I love that game. Um, stuff like that, the Stuntman games. If you remember those? The stuntman, where it's like you're a stuntman in a car. I think I remember. And you, you just have like, all right, jump from this building to this building, do a fucking wheelie, and then spin, stop right here, and you got to do it all perfect in a certain amount of time. That, is that Driver? No, it, it, was, it was literally called Stuntman. There's like two of them, I think, two or three or something. I don't know. Hmm. And then uh, the Manhunt games, the, like Stuntman and oh, Manhunt. Manhunt. Yeah, man, Manhunt, the first one, like... I beat that on medium, I think, and it was the hardest goddamn thing I've ever done. <laughs> like, it, it was, but that that game was cool as fuck, man. And um, so, like, I, I never got it. I think now, though, I'm a big Western fan, so I really think the the Red Dead Re- Revolvers or whatever yeah is that what it's called, right? Uh, it was called Red Dead Revolver back then. I played the first one. Well, those, those are oh man, I I don't know the storyline, but I don't I think Red Dead Revolver was like the first first red the dead very very first one. yeah and then redemption and then now it's like i don't know what it redemption is. two but i know that i would really dig it because i liked that game when it came out like uh i think the western thing is pretty tight like oh man and, and yeah aside from the golden age i grew up like everyone else grew, you grew up loving video games that's what i did that's what we did you know what i'm saying yeah <laughs> it's like with all the classic shit contra and um, I remember playing the fuck out of Contra and Battletoads, Street Fighter, Bad Dudes. Um, uh, this really great game back in the day was like the Western version of Contra. It was called Sunset Riders. I don't know if you remember that. Definitely check it out. If you're a video game guy, you can probably find an emulator. It's pretty sweet. It's like Contra, but it's literally 
Western version. Cowboys and Indians. It's like, yeah, you're, you're there's this guy who's taking over this town or some shit. And then, like, at the end of the game or whatever, there's a stampede and you got to jump down and, like, jump on all the cows or you're shooting and shit. It's pretty cool. I always say if I ever get my chance to make my video game movie, that's going to be it. It's going to be fucking Sunset Riders or Contra. Contra would be sweet as fuck, too. But, yeah, I, I played Red Dead Redemption 2. And I don't know. I just like all the, uh, I guess, all the references. Like, have you ever read Blood Meridian? The, uh, the I don't know what that is. By Cormac McCarthy? I know Cormac McCarthy. I know The Road. <laughs> Everybody knows the road. Everybody knows the road. I read that book in jail. Don't ever do that to yourself. Oh. You can talk about being depressed upon with a pile <laughs> of shit. Yeah. It's like no cherry on top. It's a pile of shit on top. But <laughs> a great book, but don't do it in jail. Oh, <laughs> no, but what about it? So like uh Blood Meridian is Cormac McCarthy's like I guess un unfilmable masterpiece like mm. they've been talking about making movies about it but it's just so hard mm. so like i've tried to read it all the way through it's real hard because it's written like real proper <laughs> yeah and like it's about this little boy that i guess grows up when you say and, real proper is it like just typical like, Kermit mccarthy or is it yeah. because it's like a period Thing like or... a period thing, but also because it's Cormac McCarthy. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> he has like a weird way of writing. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> and it's like real, real dry. Like, why the hell do I need to know that the sun yeah. and the leaves were all orange? <laughs> yeah, he'll beat you across the head with whatever, whatever theme he's got going. It's still subtle, but it's all it's very prevalent, especially if you're, if you're a guy who reads other people and, and is familiar with how this shit goes down. Yeah, Carl McCarthy's real heavy-handed, man, no yeah. matter what it is, so I can imagine. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, no. <laughs> but, like, I, I understand the whole principle of everything. It's just, it's it's weird. So, like, he meets this guy that's apparently, like, the devil. Uh-oh. And, and like, he comes, I, I want to say he meets him, like, three or four times. And, like, I don't know, he, he, he rolls with him for a minute, and then he... They disband, and then, I don't know, this is, it's, it's a weird book. Like, I could talk so much about it, but I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't really know how to describe it. I'd like to check that out, man. But it's very Western. It's real, like, mysterious in a way. It sounds awesome. Because, like, uh, nobody knows who the guy is. They just call him the judge. He's very mysterious. Is it, like, post-apocalyptic, like... Uh, not post-apocalyptic, but, uh, pre, I guess, pre-civilization. Oh, shit. Like, fucking, you fucking swinging doors on the bars type, type, uh, post. <laughs> well, shit. That sounds interesting. Do you have a copy of it, or where'd you... I do you... have a copy of it. Are you done? You've already read it? You want to borrow it? I would like to borrow it. I'll trade <laughs> you. I'll let you borrow... You can borrow a book, and. Uh... And we can start a book club. Oh, lit. No, I'm, down. <laughs> I'm fucking. We down have something with that. to talk about next time. <laughs> I'm literally, yeah. That'd, that'd be awesome. Um, I have like some other, I have a, a whole shitload of books in the other room. I'm, <laughs> I'm a big Stephen King guy. I feel like um, I've, I've read a lot of, I'm trying to get into other things, but I'm such a huge Stephen King fan. Um, 
I just I just don't have time to read anymore. It sucks. Like I have a bunch of books that I want to read, but they're all Stephen King, you know. So I, I like reading other shit. So yeah. definitely, I would like to check out some more Cormac McCarthy. Like I said, I've read The Road. Great book. Ugh, such a downer. Jesus Christ. See, I have The Road, but I haven't read it. Dude, it's so, so dark. But I just so want to know, how was the how was the scene where they keep all the people underneath? Like, how mm-hmm. was that in the book? <laughs> you've seen the, well, you seen the movie, Yeah, I've right? seen the movie. Yeah. Basically, the movie, the, the movie did a great job of, you know, getting all the droll shit. <laughs> God damn, that movie's still, that movie's, I think, the perfect example of what Corbett McCarthy tried getting across, like that one nailed it, man. That's what I, I don't mean to go off topic here. I, I can come back to that in a second. Yeah. But um, but with, I don't know if you watched the. Are you watching The Last of Us? I haven't seen no. it, and I, I know mostly about it from the game and like everybody talking about it. And see, to me, it kind of ties together. Like we're talk, we're talking the video games, ironically, but it's I've never played the game or anything. But um, that that whole genre. To me, was just nailed with the road, you know. (laughs) So once I read the road, I was like, "Fuck, man! I don't think I ever want to like, like, how are you gonna do that story any better than than this?" In my opinion, yeah. Um, And then I, you know, fucking Logan came out, and I was like, "Holy shit, Logan's awesome!" (laughs) (laughs) But that's a superhero thing, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's all kind of like the take on the uh, the, again. We're going back to the westerns. Coming back to the westerns. uh, the lone wolf and the cub, you know what I mean? The, it's It was an old Japanese film trope. It's an old Western. All Western movies are just takes on Japanese movies anyways. It, it is what it is. You want, like Shane. Shane's, Logan's just a huge allegory for Shane. All these fucking, that story's going to be endless. The Mandalorian, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. All, it, all Western. It all harkens back to Westerns and old Japanese fucking movies. So like I was like, eh, what what are they gonna do different now? And then The Last of Us, the pretty it's pretty good. I'm not a video game guy. I don't know anything about the games, but the show's pretty good. <laughs> well, well, going back to Red Dead, they yeah. they reference the Judge mm-hmm. from Blood Murder. Oh, that's cool. And Red Dead Redemption Two. No like shit. I want to say, uh, the main character goes up to oh. this cabin, and they leave like a warrant, uh, a warrant paper on on a building. Not in the building, on the door. And he's like, he's reading it. Something about you have like five days to get out of here before we come shoot this place up or something like that. And signed the judge. Oh, nice. And like anyone that knows Cormac McCarthy and Blood Meridian, like they're like, oh, he's in here? <laughs> no shit. That's what like, that's what I was leading up to. But <laughs> Well, why do, they, why, why do they say that it's unfilmable to make the movie? Um, I... I think just because it's real hard to read, just because of how he writes it, but I don't know. Like they they have uh, what's it called? Like promos and stuff. Like they've tried to like make like fan made films. Like mm. I, I've heard that uh, Jordan Peele's supposed to be trying to make a movie on it. Okay, that's sweet. Which I think he'd be he'd do a good job, but a lot of people say it's real unfilmable. Unfil- We'll see. Uh, you know, um, that's the thing with unfilmable, quote unquote, unfilmable books. That's how it's supposed to be. I think you know what I mean. Yeah. That's why books are books and movies are movies. But it's always fun to see people's takes on it, especially Jordan Peele. What? Because it's, it's um, novel religious vision is terrifying. Ooh. It's what? 
the novel's <laughs> religious um, vision is terrifying. It's, it's crazy when they, because like, there's things that, um, I don't know, um, like in uh, in It, at the end of It in the novel, Bill has a battle with Pennywise. Yeah. And it's in, all in their minds. They're sitting like, and it's on their heads and they bite each other's tongues and they're flailing around. It's like, how could you possibly feel this? <laughs> and they're having a battle of wits the whole time. Like, so there's certain things. Yeah, I don't see how it's, like, which is why it's so much better to just read the damn book. But, yeah. but a lot of people don't like to read. Like yeah. me personally, I have a friend that loves, I guess, manga and like anime and all that. Manga. Have you ever heard about all that? Like, yeah. But like, he's like, yeah, you you need to check this anime out. And I'm like, all right. And he's like, yeah. And I'll check it out. I'm like, hey, man, that was real good. He's like, yeah, you need to read the manga. I was like, I'm not going to fucking read the manga. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you're lucky I spent like a day or two fucking watching the anime. I spent three days watching a bitch with fox ears. I'm not reading no manga. <laughs> he's like, oh, but it's so much better. It goes into depth. There is one anime, though, that like he showed me. And like I kind of want to read it. And it's called uh, Beck Mongolian Chop Squad. God damn it. And That's a great name. Dude, it's, <laughs> it's about this little Japanese boy. From I was going to say, is it about a little Japanese boy? <laughs> <laughs> well, they start a band in, oh, uh, in Japan. And it's all about like him like growing up, playing music, and like learning how to play. And yeah. Becoming, or from going from like this straight nobody kind of to somebody. Oh, man. It's uh, like early 2000s rock. I was gonna say, was it? Is it early two thousands rock? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's cool. And like that sounds interesting. Actually, it, it's real good. And like he was telling me, like he's like, and the manga it goes into depth how he loves the Ramones and and oh, this cool. and that. And I was like, man, like I want to check it out because I want to see what they talk about. But it's it's real cool. The anime is lit. <coughs> like, it's real early CGI, and it's weird seeing that in, like, a cartoon. Rock and roll culture means something so different to Japanese people. I love it. Like, you know, I don't know if you're familiar with, um, like, Guitar Wolf and Teen Generate and shit like that. All these bands that are total plays off the Ramones. Mm -hmm. And it's in the best ways possible. <laughs> yeah. It took that garage rock to a whole new level. You think about garages in Japan, they're probably way smaller. <laughs> oh, man, they barely have rooms. <laughs> yeah. <Some> great bands <clears throat> must have been started in those tiny garages. You ever had to <laughs> sleep next to your kitchen table? <laughs> oh, I know, right? Sit Indian style eating noodles, butt naked, yelling at someone. God damn it. I do that every day. <clears throat> so, yeah, um, that's all pretty interesting there, I think. I think that's a good little run there. I just need a know what the hell we're going to talk about next oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right so what sparked your love for cory fieldman cory fieldman um no it's like um it's it's very strange i tell people all the time people think like oh this dude's obsessed it's like not <laughs> it's not necessarily an obsession it's i'm infatuated with all kinds of child actors it'd be way stranger i'm telling you right now if i had cory feldman cory haim shit Plus, like, fucking, um, man, I'm drawing a blank now. Like, if I had some, like, Leif Garrett memorabilia and, like, goddamn Donny Osmond shit. Like, if it was, like, a whole mix of all the shit that I'm 
actually kind of into. Yeah. That would be way more weird, man. Like, you guys wouldn't, wouldn't hang out with me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like... Yeah, um, I got this Corey Haim plush doll right here. Yeah, you know, I, I'm way into <laughs> movies in general. The thing is, it's... um. I've had a chance to be part of this whole thing. You know, it's very strange. Um, and the, to answer your question, honestly, though, why, why am I such a big fan? I, I grew up um, in video stores, dude, straight up. I tell people that, but I really did, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I wanted to do. Whenever it was came to the weekend, my mom was like, what do you want to do? I was like, I want to go to the fucking movies. Or I want to go to the video store, you know? Yeah. That's all. That's and, it. like, the, this generation is not going to know about and, it. Uh, yeah, that's, that's every day on Netflix. It's yeah. a, they have a queue ready and rolling, you know, which is awesome. So do I. But. Oh, yeah. I'm not <laughs> Yeah. But it's like back in the day, you didn't have that shit. And luckily, I grew up with cable and, um, you know, um, badass cable. My dad was way into boxing. So we had Cinemax, Showtime, HBO, all that shit. Yeah. And so I grew up with bad. We had a giant satellite in our backyard. You know, like bigger than this house <laughs> in the fucking early '90s. And so we grew up with all that shit. My mom remarried a guy who was way into movies too. He's a fucking asshole. Rest in peace, I suppose. But <laughs> <laughs> but he was into watching movies too. So we had badass cable. I just grew up with that. And then the video stores, man. I I can't stress enough. Um, here in our small town of Beeville, Texas, there was five video stores open at the same time, and they all five. kind of had different things. Yeah, I only remember two. But there was Video Magic, Video Magic Number Two, Video City, um, Video. It was just called Video. That was the big one downtown, or in the strip strips, the strip mall down down there across from uh, next to McDonald's and whatnot. And then there was. Um, one over there next to the river bend as well. It was right there. I was talking about shit like people know what I'm talking about. Anyways, yeah. there was like five fucking, yeah. five fucking uh, independent videos. The river here. bend's a bar. Yeah. And so at any point, I was like, hey, I want, uh, I want to see, a, I want a good horror movie. I know, go to Video Magic number one because that's where they had all that shit. And if you wanted like legit new releases, the second place you'd go was Video City. Because they would cater to the more, you know, whatever. My favorite one was this place called Video, where they had the <laughs> the new release section, and it was full of straight-to-video bullshit. <laughs> oh, shit. If you wanted an actual brand-new movie with, like, you know, that was popular, they had maybe one or two copies. They really had, a, they had like, a, a deal with all this, these, schlock, these schlock companies back in the day, and I loved it. Learned so much. And so... Growing up with all that, man, and growing up with cable, it was very apparent to me that the coolest sons of bitches out there were Corey Haim and Corey Feldman. And this is years before. I didn't I didn't see The Lost Boys until like 97, which is about 10 years after the fucking movie came out. But I knew about it. I just didn't see it till around then. Yeah. I grew up with like License to Drive, Dream a Little Dream 2, all the weird shit, you know. And so to me, those guys were the shit. And so whenever I grew up and I had the chance to actually, like, you know, get the YouTube thing going, I did my own documentary forever. The Untold Story of Rock and Roll High School forever. And then that got the attention of Corey Feldman's assistant. Hung out with those guys. Went, flew up there. Spent two weeks in Hollywood. And got to edit a documentary for him called Corey Feldman, Artist, The Man Behind the Love. 
available right now in this box set on CoreyFeldman.net. And you can also get it um, very soon. We'll, we'll, that When that happens, everyone will know. I can't talk about it right now, unfortunately. But it's coming out soon. And um, so that was just so cool, man. It's Thanks. like, think of someone who you've been watching your whole life. Like as, far, as long as I've known, if I've been watching movies, that guy's been in movies I've loved. You know what I mean? Not yeah. just liked. Like, uh, that really had an impact on me. Like, Stand By Me. First time I saw that movie fucking loved it when i was a kid and it really hit me it really struck me goonies i didn't really like it so much but i loved feldman and it fucking mouth yeah. is awesome <laughs> <laughs> same thing with gremlins i wasn't a big gremlins guy but i related to the kid because i was a little kid at the time it was so weird how this worked out and then i grew up watching all of his piece of shit movies dude i admit he did a lot of crap and i watched all of them growing up <laughs> see it, it, like it's weird because like i grew up well, I grew up with there just being two mm-hmm. movie places here. I want to say it was like Star Video or something like that. Yeah, that's the one I worked at, yeah. I probably saw you when I was like I'm sure, a, yeah. a wee baby. Probably. <laughs> I, I don't doubt it. That place ran off renting porn. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> it was that in Blockbuster at the yeah, end. Yeah, in Blockbuster. Yeah. Before that, though, before Blockbuster even hit, there was five different ones at one point. I remember so vividly. And it was so awesome, man. I miss it so much. But to me, like it's crazy. You think of someone you that you admire that yeah that you've watched your whole life, and you actually get the chance to hang out. With I've been in the guy's house, you know, Corey Feldman's house. I got yeah. to meet him. I met his wife. Like it was, I went and saw him on tours. Um, I got to, you know, he was busy, but his whole band knew me. They're like, hey, what's up, Adon? Yeah. So it was cool. It's, it's just cool being involved with with something that you you've always been a fan of now. I was like, well, shit, now I got to figure something else out. Like, yeah. now life's boring again. <laughs> now we got to go back. <laughs> oh, I miss it so much, man. It's really cool seeing Feldman do something, though. Like, his, he got a, Jordan Peele befriended him. Him and Jordan Peele, her own boys. Um, there's this really great movie. It came out in 2004 called A Birthday that Corey Feldman went out to Spain and filmed it. Really, really great movie that nobody saw. Now, recently... Um, Jordan Peele saw it, and he went to fucking Jordan. He went to Corey Feldman's house as well, same house I was at. It was cool. I wish I could have been there at the same time. God damn it! But anyways, um, he uh, went there. They watched the movie. He put it in a film festival. Feldman went out and did a whole thing. So it's like I, I really hope that Jordan Peele puts his ass in his next movie. I could say that much. Oh, that'd be lit. Hashtag Jordan Peele Corey Feldman bromance. Dang, I have to put that as a hashtag. I did a whole I did a whole video about it right now. You can watch it on Staunch TV. Yeah, go ahead and look up Staunch TV if you like those old eighty movies, and yeah. like, not even just old eighty movies. Like I saw you do the review on uh, what was it? That Jeepers Creepers movie, the new one. Oh, new Reborn. Born, yeah. Reborn. What a piece like of that. shit. Yeah. Dude, was it was fun. a piece of shit. Yeah, I did that. I did, I, I, I did that. Um, the streaming, quote-unquote streaming site I use had that up. It was a rip, and I thought it'd be funny to do a review using rip footage because fuck that movie. Yeah. And then halfway through, they put up the HD version, and I was like, oh, well, fuck it. <laughs> and I was like, suddenly the movie gets way more clear, and then we're here. <laughs> 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 and I was like, oh, and then out of nowhere, um, you know, Jeep, the creeper turns into a black guy, and he puts money into a blender, and it shoots everywhere. And it's like the the ad that pops up in rip movies, it's that guy, the... I forget what it is. The you you watch rip movies where it's like the 
ding, 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 something casino, and it's like, you know what I mean? It interrupts the whole movie. Yeah. I guess you have to watch it. You can watch my Jeepers Creepers Reborn video on Staunch TV as well as a, a whole bunch of other shit. <laughs> it was horrible. Yeah, one thing I liked that that movie did that I did like, though, is that it wiped away the rest of the movies as far as Victor Salva, because that guy sucks. Uh, I don't know if you know about Victor Salva. Ain't he like the child? Yeah, he's a child molester guy, yeah. <laughs> he's a child diddler. We'll say that so we don't get demonetized anywhere. Yeah. But, he likes um, kids a little too much. Basically, fuck <laughs> that guy. But um, they, they go through the trouble of taking him out of the movie. In the very beginning, they're like, yeah, they made some movies about the Creeper or whatever. Um, they made three of them, blah, 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 blah. But it's a different universe, so they're like, oh, cool. Like one guy that's like, yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like they're, they made these movies, and but they describe them as being different, and it's a different universe, so it's out of that. So I'm like, oh, cool, they wiped them away. Fuck him, right? That's cool. At least they did that. Hell yeah. But at the end of the movie, they reference all the other ones. So it's like no, those movies are still. It's like what the fuck? This movie didn't get that movie got nothing right. Uh, that was just so terrible, man. Piece of shit. It, it, yeah, I can go on for at least another minute about that. I don't want to do it. <laughs> See, oh I, man, I, I love part one and two. Yeah, I like them. They're Even so the third weird. One was pretty good. Um, I didn't really like the third one, which was basically one and a half. <laughs> I think right. I think that's yeah. what happened. What, what the third one's what with the fucking school kids in the bus? That's part two. Oh, what's yeah. the third one? Part three is where it takes place in between one and two. Yeah, it's a stupid. There's he the, the cops fucking. Part I don't. It was very forgettable. It's like they, the the lady has the hand three. buried and it's. Yeah, it was very dumb. It, it was all. It was pointless. But that was by the same director. This Reborn wasn't. It was a different guy. But still just as equally bad. I like part two, though. I like the idea of kids being stuck in the bus and being stalked by the creeper. That's pretty scary in the middle of nowhere. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, fuck that. That's that's scary. So, like, dude, <laughs> I, I fucking work out in the woods in the middle of nowhere. And, like, I think that, that shit fucking plays in the back of my head. And I'm like, man, fuck. And even then, like... Like driving at night, yeah. I even like look in my back, my rearview mirror, just to make sure no one's there. Yeah. <laughs> no, people don't understand. Like rural areas are fucking pretty creepy, man. There's a reason Chainsaw Massacre was scary, in my my opinion. Watching it as a kid, I was like, this shit is like five miles from me. Where you watch the yeah. movie, <laughs> yeah, and you're here sitting there, you're like, this is like in my backyard. Like this is yeah. fucking scary. <laughs> Fuck that, man. You're out of nowhere. You can be with no cell phone foot, no cell phone signal, in the middle of goddamn nowhere, and you're in your home state. You know what yeah. I mean? You fucking died twenty like, minutes damn. from home, and like no one's gonna know. Yeah, what the fuck is happening? What happened? He yeah. never came home. Yeah, some creepy ass dude walk up to you in the middle of the night, like, what's the problem? Like, Holy shit! Nothing. Get away from and me. And your chainsaw start behind you in the dead of night. Fuck that. <laughs> Take off running, son of a bitch. I'll tell we've you all what, seen how that movie ends. I freaking... <laughs> I like uh, the Wrong Turn series a lot more than Chainsaw Massacre. Really? Yeah. Have That's you ever, Have you seen all of them? Um, I have. Yeah. They're <laughs> like I, I like. I don't know. I just like the storyline behind it, and I like. I like how. Uh, kind of comical it is in a way. Yeah. Part one's the shit. I yeah, like the first one Wrong Turn. 
But like, they, they got real weird with it towards the end, like like yeah. the breeding grounds and like stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, those movies just got stupid after a while. The, the and then you know what's crazy is that I didn't even know that it was the same characters through like the first four movies or whatever. And one of them's like a reality show with Henry Rollins and yeah, shit. Dude, I love that one. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. It's fun. I ain't gonna lie, it was a lot of fun. The one uh, where in the snow was pretty funny too. Like it, there was some good kills in that one. The snow. I think that was the last last one they made. Maybe the reborn. Yeah. Some shit like that. I mean, they're all the the remake. I didn't like because they ditched all the. See, the I haven't seen the stuff. remake yet. Yeah, I still want to look watch it's it. Whatever. Yeah, it is what it is. But I like how they kept making those wrong turn movies. I, I don't mind those at all. They, they are what they are. You're not gonna. Yeah. If you go in a fucking wrong turn sequel expecting something bad or like with something badass quality or anything you you're you're barking up the wrong goddamn tree oh, but they're still if you're looking for some good yeah they are fun <laughs> to watch if you're a fan of those movies some really good kills in um uh, the snow one I, I, I don't remember what the fuck it's called but the snow one that's like that's number <laughs> the henry rollins one's the one's henry good too. one's fucking sick I love uh, maybe we can one. review that one sometime on the, my channel well oh, I, I have it on dvd and oh, i right watched on. the commentary on it like oh the, i've the, never seen the commentary oh, i'd like, like to check that out the freaking director's like yeah i'm just real surprised we got harry Ro or henry rollins on here he's like he's just a badass actor like when we <laughs> shot this scene right here you see those sun rays he, he's like what sun rays he's like right there Look at that. He's like, that's just me. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. It was him and Henry Rollins? Or what? Yeah, well, no, it was the director was filming him and like he was talking about the sun rays behind Henry Rollins, but, but on the they're all in the who, woods. Who all's on the commentary? Just the director? Uh, I think the director <coughs> and Henry Rollins, or okay. I think just the director. I don't remember. But I Dude, remember I, hearing, I that check was that out. Me. That'd be awesome. That's the thing about physical media. It's like, yeah, I can pirate shit all day. You're not going to get the commentary. You're not going to get... Yeah. I love watching commentaries, man. That's the thing I miss about working at the video store where the DVDs were first hitting or whatever. Those, like, DVDs used to be loaded back in the day. You can oh, watch commentaries yeah. and all kinds of shit. I miss it so much. I think that's a, that's a channel waiting to be started. It's just clips from commentaries. Commentaries? Yeah. Dude, let's start it. <laughs> you gotta got be about buying the DVDs, you know what I mean? You know one of the greatest fucking underrated commentaries ever? Have you ever seen the movie Rules of Attraction? Rules it's of a Attraction. college movie uh, directed by the guy who co-wrote Pulp Fiction. His name's Roger Avery. It's written by... Uh, fuck, I can't remember his name. The guy who wrote American Psycho and Fight Club. Uh, Henry Rollins. <laughs> Henry Rollins. I'm, I'm drawing a blank. I'm all strumped out over here. I know his name though. It's a weird name. Um, fuck. What's his name? Chuck Palunnik. Uh -huh. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> um, but anyways, um, so he wrote this book, and um, the the but the movie's pretty good. If you're into like, it's it's very of its time. It's very mid two thousands. But it's like a college movie. It's, it's this whole thing. James Vanderbeek's in it. It's a good flick. Good worth your time. But there's a commentary on it, not only by the writer and the director and all the crew, but there's a special commentary, it says. And all it says on the, on the disc is there's a carrot next to it. And I saw that on the DVD. I was like, what the fuck? I have to see what this is. Throw it in, right? The movie starts. Huh. Oh, well. Here we are. The rules of attraction, everybody. Yeah, that's right. Uh, it's me, Carrot Top. 
<laughs> and his fucking carrot top does the commentary the entire movie. And the whole time he's like, Well, I guess I better talk about this piece of shit movie. Oh, look at this. We got the we, we got uh Dawson, we got Dawson's Creek over here. This <laughs> is talking shit to- Dude, it was so crazy. Everyone go check that out. That's a good that's a good channel though. That'd be a good way to we should start doing that. Just get DVDs and uh, we can break down the break down the fucking uh, their commentaries. That's a good idea. You 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 gotta come to the house one day. I have I mean, I don't wanna toot my own horn, but I got a fuckload of DVDs. Hell yeah. I, I, dude, I used to have so much shit. I just got rid of so much shit. I regret it, you know what I mean? But I used to have just too much shit. It was, I moved around a lot. I never had a solid job. I was moving all the time. I just said, fuck it one day and just left everything there. Whoever got my shit got a whole bunch of cool shit. (laughs) For real. I had this tape once. Maybe you can track it down. It's called, um, The World's Grossest Video. Uh It's literally like, the world's grossest video, I guess. Like it's hosted, I guess, by this this fucking nasty ass fat dude who's wearing just like a thong. And he's doing like jackass kind of stuff. But it's yeah. really nasty, like gross. Like he bends over and they get a fucking fully loaded paintball gun. Bah shoot him directly in the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> And that's what I remember. He goes, ah! <laughs> it was hilarious. And the cover's green. It's a toilet. And it's like overflowing. It's all fucking... I worked at the video store. I got all kinds of crazy fucking shit, man. I wish I had it all, man. God. I, I follow all these VHS pages. Uh-huh. I'll see tapes I used to have going for like 100 bucks. Easy. I'm just like, man, I left that bitch just... Like, I just, you know, whatever. It pisses me off. Man. Oh, man. I hate thinking about it. I was just so, like, carefree. I just didn't give a shit. Collected all this shit. Got all depressed. Threw it all away. And then really regretted it. Oh, like, I feel... <laughs> I mean, like, don't, don't feel bad, man. I mean, at this point in life, dude, you get to say you've had it. Yeah, so I remember all this shit I had. I can I have the knowledge. I can talk about it. Yeah. So much crazy shit. You know, it's like, I don't want to get too into it now, but <clears throat> one thing that was crazy is the whole VHS thing was like, it's something that doesn't exist now. It's so hard to find the like rotten.com style videos without yeah. getting too deep in it. You know exactly what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, That used to be so accessible to all of us growing up. Outside of the video stores, I remember renting, like, you know, the Faces of Death and the other offshoots that were actual nastiness. Yeah. And thinking, like, oh, this is crazy. Little did I know, like, the renaissance of that shit was right there about to happen on the internet. (laughs) 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 They were going to see way too much shit I should not see at an early age. Yeah. And, like, I I think about it often when I think about the internet. Like, how much did the internet affect all of this early on? Should have should we have been able? Our parents didn't know we're in there watching fucking the shit we're watching. You know what I mean? <laughs> Are you talking about like the Mexico videos? Yeah, like you know what I'm saying. Dot yeah, I, don't, I just don't want to say a lot of yeah. this shit on your shit. Uh, but, I probably cut that out. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I'm saying. It's like all the all the crazy stuff, the cartel videos, all the 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 era of people putting whatever they wanted to on the internet. 
was right whenever oh. our parents were getting us the internet for our birthdays. <laughs> 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 and it's like they had no idea. Free and kids. I think how much did that shit change me? You know what I mean? Because even now, there is no live. Live Leak was the last one. Live Leak it doesn't exist in that fashion anymore. Yeah. You follow the right Instagram pages, you can see some crazy shit. But even that's like. It's like the darkest side of the fucking internet now. It's like, I'm just over it. I don't, it's nothing. I'm, I don't know why I, I watched it for this the grim factor that we all have, our lizard brains have, of the seeing the craziness of our fucking reality, you know? But it's like, I'm over it now, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's like no joy into that shit. I watch movies now, and I ooh, have to look away. <laughs> it's like, oh, I was wondering when that was going to happen. <laughs> I used to watch movies and not give a shit. And now it's like I watch, I rewatch Hostels. Like, I had to look away. I was like, oh, wow, that's crazy. I just looked away. I, I'm like, I want to change it. My stomach kind of hurts. Like, what the hell? That's crazy. Dude, Hostels pretty gory, though. I mean, I, dude, yeah. It's just watching it back when, I just was like, whatever. It was like, this is all the effects and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, I love it. Like, now that I got older, I'm less cynical and shit, you know what I'm saying? Than I was 10 years ago, whatever. And it's like I get to just take everything in as it is. It's it's a lot of fun rewatching shit. Cause I'm like, okay, I'm gonna try to get. Okay, this guy made this movie for a reason. I'm gonna watch it for that. Oh, this is hilarious! It's like fucking wild hogs or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's, but that was the point of the, the, this is the guy. This is the kind of movie it is. This is what it is. It's not like it objectively sucks or anything. It's not Tim fucking, Allen was great in this. That movie. movie's hilarious, dude. <laughs> I don't give a shit. That movie's fucking funny. It makes me laugh out loud. I find the humor in the weirdest fucking like shit that just people don't get. Like a lot of family movies to me are so funny. I'm a big Sinbad fan. Like I think Sinbad is hilarious. Every Christmas I watch Christmas movies like everyone tends to do. This last Christmas I rewatched Jingle All the Way. Yeah. That motherfucker is funny in that movie. Sinbad. <laughs> <laughs> Long live Sinbad. I know he's having health problems and shit right now. Oh shit, is he? Yeah. Long live motherfucking Sinbad. House guest. What's one Christmas movie that's like a must that you must watch? Oh, Christmas Vacation? That's actually the one of those movies I've seen the least. Same thing with Ernest. Ernest Save Christmas. Uh-huh. The ones I've seen the least. Dude, I think I have that on DVD. It's a good and flick. I've never seen it. It's good. Um, to me, the one, the Christmas movie I watch every year is Just Friends. Just Friends. Just Friends to me is the perfect Christmas movie. That shit is hilarious. See, my name's Eight Crazy Nights, just because I. That's a Hanukkah movie. Yeah, is it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is a Hanukkah movie. <laughs> yeah. It's it's either gonna be that or the Grinch. Just because I grew Jim up, Jim Carrey Grinch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just because yeah. I grew up watching all that, dude. Jim Carrey Grinch and a Christmas story. Yeah, I gotta Christmas watch like three movies within that month. I just this I didn't I tried watching the last one this last Christmas the remake or the sequel. Uh huh. Wasn't my bag of chips, man. Um, I tried though. Did you watch like there's there's like sequels to a Christmas story. Is there? I've only just yeah. watched the one. I got one here somewhere. You're gonna shoot your Let's eye see out. If I have it here. Uh, it's not there, of course, because I'm looking for it. But yeah, there's like yeah, there's a my was it 
Something Summer. There's one with Jerry O'Connell. There's a, yeah, at least three. Yeah. There's a, and then there's a, they did like a straight to video sequel before they did this last one. The guy who played Ralphie is Vince Vaughn's homie. Whenever you see Wild West Productions, whatever, that's him and Vince Vaughn. That's crazy. Oh, damn. That movie Couples Retreat, Ralphie directed that. <laughs> damn. Mm. There's five. Uh, there's a little, some, like, some straight to video Fox ones, yeah. There's one with Kieran Culkin, Jerry O'Connell. Um, and then there was another one, and then there was the straight to video one, and then there was the one they did last year. That's insane. Yeah, dude. It's a series of books. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> I've only just seen the one movie. It's a series of books and the Christmas and the guy who directed the first one's his name's Bob Clark. That guy is um notorious. That guy directed the most iconic Christmas movie, Christmas story. Also, the yeah. most iconic horror Christmas movie, Black Christmas. Directed both those movies. He also did Karate Dog. It's <laughs> <is> Karate Dog <laughs> <laughs> with Chevy Chase. Bob Clark did, Bob Clark dabbled in like every genre and did like the dramatic version and the horror version. And then he, and they're like considered classics now. It's crazy. He did Porky's, like Pork, uh, the Porky's movies. I don't yeah. know that. Um, ah, damn it. Bob Clark did so much from John O'Bake. I think he did like Children Shouldn't Play with Dead Things or one of those movies or some shit like that. Bob Clark, son of a bitch. Rest in peace. Dude, I'm mad as hell because I, I got a, a VHS. That I thought was Porky's, <laughs> but it ended up being like, like someone stashed VHS of like their their nasty shit. <laughs> Why would you put that in Porky's? That's fucking. Oh. That's either genius or it's totally Dude, retarded. I was mad as fuck because like I was like watching it. I was like, damn, Babe's Illustrated number four. What the fuck is this? This ain't Porky's. Oh, God damn it. Put it in. That's a funny story, dude. <laughs> I got the 20th Century Fox Collections version of Porky's two at Goodwill. Uh-huh. Took it home. It was fucking, uh, what's that movie, Navy Seals? <laughs> but it was like, it's stupid because like the cover, it was it looked like a blank tape. It was just the covers. I was like, what is it? Fucking Navy Seals. Actually, I was, Navy Seals is not as bad as people talk about it. It's yeah. all right. <laughs> Fuck Charlie Sheen, though. That guy belongs in a cage. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Thank you for listening. This was... An honor and a privilege to work with Mr. Alex Staunch at Staunch TV. I like this episode a lot. Like, it was just fun to hang out with somebody that is into the same things that I am. And I know the music and everything's a little different, just trying something out new. Um, but yeah, let me pass it on and shoot it over to Sir Alex Staunch. What's up? Everybody, please go subscribe to Staunch TV over on YouTube.com. You know how to how it goes. Make sure to hit that notification bell too and hit all. That way, you know, every time I go live or do anything, you know exactly what's up. You can also find Alex Staunch on uh, Facebook. Find Staunch TV on Twitter and Instagram. I believe it's Staunch underscore TV, if I'm not mistaken, on Instagram. But that's where all the action is. If you have anything you directly want to hit me up about, if you want to send me a message, I will respond, anything like that. I do a lot of clips and whatever over on Instagram, so that's basically where it is, staunch underscore TV. And as far as the channel, there's plenty of good stuff happening over there. You can check out my documentary, Forever, The Untold Story of Rock and Roll High School Forever. You can watch all my fun series like 
the TV Wasteland series, the Stanchon film series, all of my Cottonmouth King videos, all of my new metal videos, all of my Corey Feldman retrospectives, my two Corey's retrospectives, everything is happening over there. There's a bunch of other random shit aside from that. You guys are gonna have a blast digging through, you know, the years, years and years worth of content over there. So please do so. And um, if anyone out there has a podcast or anything, I'm always game to just jump on and shoot the shit or do whatever, be interviewed, I don't care. I like getting the word out there. I like hanging out with motherfuckers. Um, a lot of fun and I very much appreciate you having me on tonight. And um, yeah, so I, that, that's basically all I got, man. What You wanna fucking lead us out? Don't forget to like, share, subscribe. The anchor link will be posted if you don't have Spotify. Just click another platform. Thank you.